Today is the 13th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's great to be here with you today. Oh, later on today, is a, this is a travel day. So later on this afternoon, it'll be uh, all my flights. But we will talk about that in a little bit. We're here now on this 13th day of February, taking the next step forward. And we're reading from the New Living Translation this week. Picking up the story from yesterday, Exodus chapter 35, verse 10 through 36, 38. Come, all of you who are gifted craftsmen, construct everything that the Lord has commanded, the tabernacle and its sacred tent, its covering, clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases, the ark and its carrying poles, the ark cover, the place of atonement, the inner curtain to shield the ark, the table, its carrying poles and all its utensils, the bread of the presence, for light, the lampstand, its accessories, the lamp cups and the olive oil for lighting, the incense altar and its carrying poles, the anointing oil and fragrant incense, the curtain for the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering, the bronze grating of the altar and its carrying poles and utensils, the wash basin with its stand, the curtains for the walls of the courtyard, the posts and their bases, the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard, the tent pegs of the tabernacle and courtyard and their ropes, the beautifully stitched garments for the priests to wear while ministering in the holy place, the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons to wear as they minister as priests. So the whole community of Israel left Moses and returned to their tents. All whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. They brought all the materials needed for the tabernacle, for the performance of its rituals, and for the sacred garments. Both men and women came, all whose hearts were willing. They brought to the Lord their offerings of gold, brooches, earrings, rings from their fingers and necklaces. They presented gold objects of every kind as a special offering to the Lord. All those who owned the following items willingly brought them. Blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat hair for cloth, and tanned ram skins and fine goat skin leather. And all who had silver and bronze objects gave them as a sacred offering to the Lord. And those who had acacia wood brought it for use in the project. All the women who were skilled in sewing and spinning prepared blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen cloth. All the women who were willing used their skills to spin the goat hair into yarn. The leaders brought onyx stones and the special gemstones to be set in the ephod and the priest's chest piece. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense. 
So the people of Israel, every man and woman who was eager to help in the work the Lord had given them through Moses, brought their gifts and gave them freely to the Lord. Then Moses told the people of Israel, The Lord has specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur of the tribe of Judah. The Lord has filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver, and bronze. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft, and the Lord has given both him and Aholiab, son of Ahissamach, of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach their skills to others. The Lord has given them special skills as engravers, designers, embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet thread on fine linen cloth and weavers. They excel as craftsmen and as designers. The Lord has gifted Bezalel, Aholiab, and the other skilled craftsmen with wisdom and ability to perform any task involved in building the sanctuary. Let them construct and furnish the tabernacle, just as the Lord has commanded. So Moses summoned Bezalel and Aholiab and all the others who were specially gifted by the Lord and were eager to get to work. Moses gave them the materials donated by the people of Israel as sacred offerings for the completion of the sanctuary. But the people continued to bring additional gifts each morning. Finally, the craftsmen who were working on the sanctuary left their work. They went to Moses and reported, The people have given more than enough materials to complete the job the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave the command, and this message was sent throughout the camp. Men and women, don't prepare any more gifts for the sanctuary. We have enough. So the people stopped bringing their sacred offerings. Their contributions were more than enough to complete the whole project. The skilled craftsmen made ten curtains of finely woven linen for the tabernacle. Then Bezalel decorated the curtains with blue, purple, and scarlet thread and with skillfully embroidered cherubim. All ten curtains were exactly the same size, 42 feet long and 6 feet wide. Five of these curtains were joined together to make one long curtain, and the other five were joined to make a second long curtain. He made 50 loops of blue yarn and put them along the edge of the last curtain in each set. The 50 loops along the edge of one curtain matched the 50 loops along the edge of the other curtain. Then he made 50 gold clasps and fastened the long curtains together with the clasps. In this way, the tabernacle was made of one continuous piece. He made 11 curtains of goat hair cloth to serve as a tent covering for the tabernacle. These 11 curtains were all exactly the same size, 45 feet long and 6 feet wide. Bezalel joined five of these curtains together to make one long curtain, and the other six were joined to make a second long curtain. 
He made 50 loops for the edge of each large curtain. He also made 50 bronze clasps to fasten the long curtains together. In this way, the tent covering was made of one continuous piece. He completed the tent covering with a layer of tanned ramskins and a layer of fine goatskin leather. For the framework of the tabernacle, Bezalel constructed frames of acacia wood. Each frame was 15 feet high and 27 inches wide, with two pegs under each frame. All the frames were identical. He made 20 of these frames to support the curtains on the south side of the tabernacle. He also made 40 silver bases, two bases under each frame, with the pegs fitting securely into the bases. For the north side of the tabernacle, he made another 20 frames, with their 40 silver bases, two bases under each frame. He made six frames for the rear, the west side of the tabernacle, along with two additional frames to reinforce the rear corners of the tabernacle. These corner frames were matched at the bottom and firmly attached at the top with a single ring, forming a single corner unit. Both of these corner units were made the same way. So there were eight frames at the rear of the tabernacle set in 16 silver bases, two bases under each frame. Then he made crossbars of acacia wood to link the frames. Five crossbars for the north side of the tabernacle and five for the south side. He also made five crossbars for the rear of the tabernacle which faced west. He made the middle crossbar to attach halfway up the frames. It ran all the way from one end of the tabernacle to the other. He overlaid the frames with gold and made gold rings to hold the crossbars. Then he overlaid the crossbars with gold as well. For the inside of the tabernacle, Bezalel made a special curtain of finely woven linen. He decorated it with blue purple and scarlet thread and with skillfully embroidered cherubim. For the curtain, he made four posts of acacia wood and four gold hooks. He overlaid the posts with gold and set them in four silver bases. Then he made another curtain for the entrance to the sacred tent. He made it of finely woven linen and embroidered it with exquisite designs using blue purple, and scarlet thread. This curtain was hung on gold hooks attached to five posts. The posts, with their decorated tops and hooks, were overlaid with gold, and the five bases were cast from bronze. Matthew 27, 32-66 Along the way, they came across a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross, and they went out to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. The soldiers gave Jesus wine mixed with bitter gall, but when he had tasted it, he refused to drink it. After they had nailed him to the cross... The soldiers 
gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Then they sat around and kept guard as he hung there. A sign was fastened above Jesus' head announcing the charges against him. It read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left side. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well then, if you are the Son of God, save yourself and come down from the cross. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. So he is the king of Israel, is he? Let him come down from the cross right now and we will believe in him. He trusted God, so let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. Even the revolutionaries who were crucified with him ridiculed him in the same way. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, wait, let's see whether Elijah comes to save him. And Jesus shouted again and he released his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split apart and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. The Roman officer and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said, This man truly was the Son of God. And many women who had come from Galilee with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. As evening approached, Joseph, a rich man from Arimathea, who had become a follower of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. And Pilate issued an order to release it to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. He placed it in his own new tomb, which had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a great stone across the entrance and left. Both Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting across from the tomb and watching. The next day, on the Sabbath, 
the leading priests and Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, Sir, we remember what that deceiver once said while he was still alive. After three days I will rise from the dead. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and then telling everyone he was raised from the dead. If that happens, we'll be worse off than we were at first. Pilate replied, Take guards and secure it the best way you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. Psalm 34, 1-10 A psalm of David regarding the time he pretended to be insane in front of Abimelech who sent him away. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak His praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt His name together. I prayed to the Lord, and He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people, for those who fear him will have all they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Proverbs 9, 7 and 8. Anyone who rebukes a mocker will get an insult in return. Anyone who corrects the wicked will get hurt. So don't bother correcting mockers. They will only hate you. But correct the wise and they will love you. Father, we thank you for your word and we just we take this time because this is the first time this year that we've moved through the story of your death. And it's a, it, I mean, it's a story that we've, we've heard maybe since Sunday school, maybe all of our lives. But we're not wanting it to be just a story that we read in the Bible. We want to take time here to, to contemplate what you went through. Yesterday, we talked about losing the plot. We talked about Moses' veil. And we're seeing all that on full display here. But what we're also seeing is that you never lost the plot. That you were never, 
ever willing to allow your creation, your image bearers on this planet, you, you were never willing to abandon us to the darkness. And we are here because that's true. And yet, in the book of Matthew, we are also reading how dark the darkness is. So dark that a human being bearing the image of God could not recognize its own maker. And then we have to confess that that has, that has been our story too. That, that has been us too. And we're sorry because you, you've just never given up. We've given up almost every single time. You've just never given up. You just won't stop coming for us. And the invitation is simply that we surrender to that, that we, that we realize we're not in control and that we surrender to you and allow our lives to then be enveloped and enraptured by you so that we are no longer living an insane animal-like life on this planet, that we are rejoined to you and we are living as we were created. And this is all made possible because of the cross. And so we thank you, Jesus, profoundly for your sacrifice. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would help us to continually keep this in mind today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It's the website. It's how you stay connected. It's how you find out what's happening around here. And I guess I've been mentioning it every day this week. Today, today is a travel day and it's a big travel day. A little later this afternoon, we'll be getting on the big plane and heading across the ocean. So this is departure day and uh, we'll be making a stop in Rome for a couple of days where we are beginning to capture some of the photography and video uh, like we've created in the Promised Land films uh, for some of the biblical events situated around Rome and most in particular situated around the Apostle Paul's life. And that sounds, like saying it, that sounds incredible and I'm sure it will be, I've never been. But on a number of occasions, I have dropped in on the other side of the world to, to start filming things. Uh, and the jet lag and the brain fog of it all uh, can be challenging. So thank you for your prayers. Uh, but I, I will be posting some uh, video and pictures and stuff like, like we do all the time that we're in the land of the Bible. So if you haven't yet gone over and uh, followed the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash daily audio Bible or Instagram, which is daily audio Bible. Uh, you might want to do that. If you want to follow along with the trip and just be able to peer in, be, be able to be with us in spirit, be with us virtually as we do this journey. But I think my main request is prayer. And I've been saying it all this week. That's my prayer is that we as a community raise a canopy over all of it. 
all of the jet lag that's going to happen, all the stamina that's going to be needed, all of the health that we're going to need, uh, all of the clarity that we're going to need in the disorientation of it, all of the protection for all of the vehicles, all of the technology, all of everything that that goes into this. We just want to we just want to keep keep praying over that. And so uh, kind of going to end today that way, even though we kind of already done it. I just want to pray, God, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for letting us live when we do. That, that what we're going to do is even possible, is almost miraculous. And that what we do here every day and coming together around the global campfire and hearing from your word that we can do this no matter where we are in the world. It's almost like a miracle. We live in a miraculous time and we thank you for that because we acknowledge just a century ago, this, this is not the story. And a couple of centuries ago, this is science fiction. And so you've let us be here at this time and allowed us an opportunity to come to the lands of the Bible, to walk the soil, to smell the smells, to be able to turn in a complete circle and see it all we're we're grateful for that and even as we go we know that we don't go alone that we go as a community and so father i I pray that as we do this virtually as we create postings and pictures and videos and allow them to happen as they're happening that you will bind us together in community that we'll be able to have a little window into what's going on there and a little window into the places where the Bible happened. And Father, indeed, we do pray for our health and indeed, we do pray for uh, jet lag and indeed, we pray over all of the transport and we pray over all of the logistics and all of the vehicles and all of the technology and we pray for stable internet everywhere that we go and thank you for allowing the Daily Audio Bible to progress unimpeded in any way. And most important, God, we pray for wide open hearts to anything and everything that you might want to speak, whether there in person or whether virtually, that our hearts would be open to anything you want to speak. And so we pray, come Holy Spirit and hover above everything about this journey. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, folks, that's it. I will see you on the other side. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning, DAB. This is Abby calling from Maryland. This is my second time calling in this week, but um, my request today is a personal prayer for me. Um, I am planning, or I have started the process of getting certified as a financial um, management coach, personal financial management coach, and uh, instructor as well. And um, even though I'm going through this process, I part of me is hesitant because I have a tendency to start things that I 
don't finish and I am so close to finishing this and getting my certification and I also struggle because I feel like this is an area where I have struggled so much in my life and now I want to be considered a coach and inside of me I just I still struggle with that but I feel God calling me to do this that this is not about me this is about how he wants to use my story to help other people so I ask that you guys lift me up in prayers that God gives me the confidence that I need to go through and pull through with this and God just gives me the boldness that I need to speak that God's word will come out from my mouth every time I open my mouth to minister and to speak and to help a family or a person in need I am so close to wrapping this program up and um I'm hoping to be done before the end of this month. So you guys pray for me. I need I need a host of people praying for me that I will not I will be consistent in doing this. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate this community that I am in. Um, God bless you. God bless you, Brian. God bless the entire DAB family. God bless you. Love you, Abby from Maryland. Good morning, Dabbers. This is Abby calling from Maryland. Um, today is February 8th, and um, just listening to everyone calling in, and it was such a delight to hear Michael Davis' voice. He has been in my prayer, along with his brother Elijah Davis and his mom, Diana Davis, and it really broke my heart to hear the stage that his mom is in. But I pray that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind, will guard your family's mind, will guard your hearts in Jesus' name. My God will comfort you, he will keep you, he will watch over you. As you have requested, you and your brother will not be separated in the mighty name of Jesus. God will continue to just used you for his glory it's so good to hear your voice michael my god will elevate you he will bless you and your brother elijah you will not be separated in jesus name but through this experience god will bring both of you closer to him and he will just showcase his glory all around you you are going to be great you are going to do great and mighty things in jesus name Thank you, Father Lord. I worship you and I lift up Cherise and her family onto your hands, O oh God. I pray that you comfort her. Even though she has lost her husband, you will watch over her in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, daily audio Bible family, to be a blessing in California. It's the 7th of February, and Pelham, I heard your testimony about being promoted at work and how you and the guys are reading the word and following along. It's just a blessing to hear how God is transforming your life in such amazing ways. But we serve an amazing God. Prayers will continue for you. I was struck by the commentary, Brian, around wisdom tonight as I was listening and just thinking about simple choices that we make can have such profound results for good or for, for bad. Uh, and 
choosing wisdom. That's the desire is to choose wisdom and to make decisions that honor God, build the kingdom. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that commentary. And Sharon, I'm praying for you that you will have somebody that you can share information on where you are, that your daughter knows, praying that you will reconcile. Because I know how your heart is breaking and I'm longing for that peace and that connection that you desire as well. Victoria Soldier, thank you so much for your ongoing prayerful, thoughtful ways of, of sharing with this community and really bringing us together to sit and listen to your voice and to hear your prayers. Praying for others as you call in. God bless each and every one. Bye. Good morning, Dabbers. My name is Alan. I'm calling from St. Petersburg, Florida. Technically, this is my second time calling in. My first time, I didn't give my name. Uh, I've been re listening to uh, Daily Audio Bible. This is my second year. I want to say, Brian, you do a great job with commentary. I am really grateful for it. And calling in also for edification. We're to lift each other up. And I would like to encourage each and every one who is listening that through our suffering, we grow obedience. <clears throat> the word of the Lord tells us that even Jesus learned obedience through suffering. So have courage, my friends. Have strength that you know that the things we go through is to learn the obedience of the Lord. Rejoice in his name always in all things. Take all thoughts captive according to the word of the Lord and rejoice in him and let him lead and guide you and you will be blessed beyond compare. Thank you once again, Alan from St. Petersburg, Florida. Praise the Lord and Lord bless each and every one of you in this day. Bye-bye. Oh, no, you'll never let him go Through the highs, through the lows Oh, no, no, you'll never let him go Lord, you'll never let go of me I'm sorry, I just felt like I really had to sing that uh, So, this is Tony the Painter um, Tony the narrator and I just wanted to uh, say that I'm praying for everybody in the uh, Daily Audio Bible family right now uh, Father God Lord bless this family all umpteen thousand of us uh, we are your children many of us suffering Many of us going through difficult times. Uh, Lord, hold us up because only you can. Lord, carry us through because only you can. Lord, bring us your peace and your joy and your love because we love you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This is Okie Girl. We just have a continuation of great needs in our family. I kind of feel like we have. Um, a cloud of Job following our family. 
We had sexual abuse happen within our family 11 years ago by one of our sons to our daughter. And that daughter has suffered since. She knows the Lord, but she struggles with being overweight. She's gone through periods of cutting. And, um, and so that's really hard. And then this son obviously is not walking with the Lord. But I wish like that was it, but it isn't. We've got two other sons, one who is now saying that he's bisexual and is twisting God's word and not um, living according to his plan. But the biggest thing is my oldest son. He got into drugs in high school. And then during the college years, he actually started dealing drugs and got caught and got felonies. But the Lord was gracious and they got um, reduced down to misdemeanors and he went to jail. And he's been out of jail for about a month. But the problem is he's just not functioning. And so now he's got so much anxiety and depression and suicide thoughts that he's not working. He's not able to move forward. And the hard part is, is that he's lashing out at us. All these kids were raised in a Christian home. And so it's just really hard. So could you please pray for us that the chains and the bondages that uh, they are enslaved to would be broken? We know God is more powerful than Satan, but it's just at times it's so overwhelming that you just don't know what to do. So I appreciate you, Brian. Um, in your ministry and everything that you've done. We are very grateful for this ministry. So thank you so much.